Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Min Dong. I'm Matt Giglio. 102 days until March Madness begins. Yeah, um, time's already ticking. It's going by fast, especially with the season now here. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It feels like it's still a very long ways away, but time is actually ticking pretty pretty good. And uh, a lot of very good games happened these past few days. Uh, we we're very unsure if we we're going to get this episode even out today. Uh, you actually had to relocate because your house is having Wi-Fi issues. I think the Wi-Fi is out, you said. But uh, anything by any means possible, we had to get this one out. So here we are right now. Yeah, the show must go on, obviously. Uh, you've changed locations a lot of times, even even going uh, as extreme as going to an outdoor shower. So uh, I got to return the favor, you know? Of course, by any means possible. And, uh, yeah, so first off, obviously we have breaking news. Uh, three pretty big transfers and waivers, if you want to call it that. So let's just kick things off with the first piece. So uh, pit guard Ryan Murphy, he's actually transferred to Duquesne, and he will be eligible for the second half, uh, second semester, which is the second half of the season pretty much. Uh, average seven and a half points a game, two rebounds, one and a half assists per game this past season. Uh, he actually suffered a concussion last year midway through the season, so he was out for most of the year last year before Pitt. Uh, he originally did transfer to, to Tulane, but he actually decommitted, and obviously now he chooses Duquesne. So uh, this is a very big get for Duquesne down the road. Obviously the A-10 is pretty packed, and this is just another team getting a lot better. So uh, what are your thoughts on this pickup here? Yeah, um, very, very good pickup here. Obviously, like you said, uh, transferred to Tulane and decided he wanted to play professionally, and then that that season got canceled, and now now he's going back to the college ranks. So very interesting turn of events here, but for Duquesne, this is a very good get. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And uh, Duquesne hasn't had the greatest starts of the season. Obviously, they are in the Louisville uh, multi-team event. And uh, they actually had to – they can't play today. I mean, they are supposed to play Winthrop today. And, uh, yeah, something happened with the quarantine. So uh, all four of those teams, Louisville, UNC Greensboro, Duquesne, and obviously Winthrop, uh, they're all actually uh, on cancellation right now and postponement. So I'll definitely see what happens with those teams down the road. But all four of those teams – have been very good for the past couple of games, and they look very nice for the upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Uh, next piece, a huge one. Uh, Oregon's LJ Figueroa has received his waiver for this season. Uh, he can now play. He will be playing today against Seton Hall. Obviously, his transfer from St. John's, who averaged 14.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, two assists, and two steals this past season, and has one year left. Huge addition here. Obviously, um, we haven't put this in our breaking news, but Will Richardson, their starting point guard, will be out six weeks with a thumb injury. And thoughts on this waiver here? Yeah, this is a very good pickup and definitely at the right time. Obviously, losing Will Richardson's a very big loss for this Oregon team, but uh, getting a guy like LJ Figueroa definitely compensates for that very nicely. And uh, Oregon, their first game, very tough one. They lost to Missouri, and Missouri isn't the greatest of – teams I mean they're still a very good team they got some very good guys on that team but uh we projected Oregon to win that game uh, pretty pretty convincingly but uh, obviously that was not the case but I uh, have an LJ Figueroa now it should be a pretty big addition so uh, we'll definitely see what our picks are for that Oregon scene hall game later tonight mm-hmm. LJ Figueroa he just brings a lot of energy and yeah he's just very active on the court and you clearly saw that missing with Oregon against Missouri so yeah huge get here yeah, I definitely agree with that. And uh, final piece of breaking news, uh, BC's James Karnick. Uh, he actually has received the waiver to play this season as well. Transfer from Lehigh, averaged 12 points a game, seven rebounds a game, one assist per game this past season. He will have one year of eligibility remaining as well. 
Uh, very good addition here for BC as they add to the list of newcomers and transfers. That list is probably one of the biggest in all of college basketball. They have so many new transfers playing this year and so many newcomers uh, into this program. So uh, what are your thoughts on this news here? Yeah, very good get. Obviously, he actually played yesterday against Florida. Uh, he looked pretty good out there. and But BC in general, they did not look good out there. Yeah, they got 20 balls by Florida. Uh, Keontae Johnson looked very good for that Florida team. And, uh, yeah, Florida, they seem to be all right so far. They almost had a very scary loss to Army uh, two days ago. But uh, they compensate that with a very good win over BC, who's a pretty solid team this year. Obviously, the hometown team, we're definitely rooting for them. But uh, uh, it's a pretty good start to the BC season, if you ask me. But uh, they got a very long ways, to, long ways away to go with a very not hard non-conference schedule. Mm-hmm. And uh, recap of the past two days, the Maui has finally concluded. The Maui Finals was the one to remember. What an amazing game that was. Uh, tournament MVP Matt Coleman hitting the game-winning step back. Um, as number 17, Texas, defeats number 14, UNC, by two points. Indiana, they take the third-place game over uh, Stanford. Huge win for them. Alabama takes fifth place uh, in a good game over Providence. And Davidson, they take seventh place in a very close game with UNLV. And Texas, this is their first Maui championship in school history. We know you were repping Texas last episode. What are your thoughts on this yeah, I mean, I'm very excited. Obviously, a very big Texas guy here. They're not my national champions, but they're definitely a runner-up in my books. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've always been pretty high on this Texas team. I got I got, I got, got the shirt. I mean, I just got to hook them in. And, uh, yeah, they have a very big game coming up this weekend. We're definitely going to talk about it soon. But uh, that should be a very good game. And if they can win that one, you might see this team in the top maybe 12 because that's a very convincing win if they can get that one alongside UNC yesterday. Mm-hmm. And anytime you win the Maui uh, Invitational, you have a good chance of winning the national championship. Uh, that, that's what evidence has been showing. So hopefully this is a, a huge step in the right direction for them. And for Shaka, um, his seat looks pretty pretty safe now. And he should keep growing that hair out because it's clearly working. Definitely. I was just about to say that, but uh, you beat me to it. But, uh, yeah, moving forward, we got the Jimmy V Classic battles. Uh, they both happened yesterday as well. Uh, Two very good games. Uh, two, uh, sorry, four of the top 12 teams in all of college basketball right now. So uh, the first game, obviously, number one against Daga. They did prevail against a very stingy number 11 West Virginia team. It was a very close game, 87-82 final. Gonzaga won in that one. Uh, four players on Gonzaga nearing that 20-point mark uh, margin for the game. Kispert, Timmy, uh, Nemhard, and Ayayi. So that's very impressive. Four guys almost scoring 20 points. And they scored 85. No, sorry, 87. So think about it that way. Four guys scored 80, pretty much 80 of their points. So that's pretty impressive there. And uh, the second game, obviously, a very late game. But you know we're going to watch that one. Number two, Baylor did defeat number five, Illinois, in the Battle of the Guards. Jerry Beller and company shined. And Illinois looked a little shaky for the most of the game. Ayo Dusumu didn't shoot the ball uh, that well in comparison to his past games. And Kofi Coburn was definitely in a lot of foul trouble that game. But uh, a lot of guys look very good for that Baylor team. Uh, Mark Vital, Jared Butler, Maceo Teague, and I could go on and on. Damian Mitchell looked very good as well. So, uh, yeah, two very good games there. And uh, one of the biggest games of the season will be happening Saturday. Uh, definitely stay tuned for it later. But uh, what were your thoughts on those two games happening yesterday? Yeah, um, I had West Virginia beating Gonzaga. Obviously, like I said, they were going to wear them down the full 40 minutes. But um, obviously, Gonzaga got, got used to that. 
after the first half, obviously Drew Timmy, uh, he went one for nine in the first half, but he, he, he did really good in the second half. And Gonzaga, that, that was a huge win for them. And Jalen Suggs, what about, what about him? Oh, got injured. That, I thought that was going to be a, a long-term injury. He came back and played. Uh, that's, that's unbelievable. Yeah, it looked like he ruptured his Achilles when we both saw it. It was a non-contact injury. He kind of skidded his foot on the court, and it looked like something really bad was happening because he was laying on the court for at least five or so minutes. And, yeah, I thought he was going to be done for the game, but he decided to come back. So very good news for them. And, uh, yeah, Gonzaga looks more and more legit. Uh, they have a very big game, like we said, coming up on Saturday. So uh, that could be one of the best games of the, se- of the young season so far. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and what are your thoughts on the Baylor-Illinois game? Yeah, um, Baylor just looked like the, the, the better all-around team. Obviously, Ailey Sumer, he did not look like himself out there. He did not look like the preseason All-American we thought he was going to be. And Kofi Cockburn, like you said, um, just, just he didn't play the expectations either. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, obviously, we did pick the upset there in Illinois defeating Baylor. But uh, we were definitely wrong about that. It's pretty close for most of the game, but uh, towards the uh, midway through the second half, Baylor just kind of pulled away, and then Illinois could not catch up. But uh, regardless, those two were very good games. And uh, speaking of very good games, uh, this guy in particular, he's had a monster past three games. So uh, you want to you talk about that? Yeah, the Garzilla, Luca Garza, another 35-point, 10-rebound game against Western, Western Illinois, I'm sorry. 30 points in the first half, and – he outscored Western Illinois alone. Uh, they scored 26, obviously, in the first half, and he scored 30. 76 points in the past two games, 102 in the past three, is the most by any player in a three-game span for the past 10 years. Um, competition, we know, might be a little iffy, but Luca Garza, he look, he's looking like a nightmare for all of college basketball. Am I right? You are definitely right, and uh, I'm very scared for all-college basketball. If Garza can keep this up, uh, man, oh, man, it's a very scary sight. And the thing is, he's involved in this game as well. I mean, he's shooting threes. He shot 50%, two for four. That's pretty solid for a big man of his size. So uh, definitely watch out for him uh, when the Big Ten Conference play comes because he's definitely a nightmare matchup to play against now. And uh, is, he pro- is he probably the national player of the year so far? I'd probably give it to him, but there's a lot of other very good guys in consideration right now. But uh, once the competition starts to heat up for Iowa, uh, that could definitely be a very different story, depending on what Garza does against those teams. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, I just have no comment here. The stats are just just huge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the stats say for itself. But uh, moving on, the best games. I mean, this is a pretty easy one, to me at least, and to you as well. Uh, we both picked Texas versus UNC. One of the most amazing games these past two days. Obviously, the Maui final uh, definitely brought a very different edge and competitiveness. And those two teams could definitely face off in the March Madness tournament as well. Because both the teams are probably going to make it, if you ask me. But uh, those, those are two very good teams. And I'm definitely excited to see what they can do with their rest of their seasons. Mm-hmm. And today, on our next topic, today's slate, tomorrow's slate, and Sunday's slate. So we'll be covering today's and the weekends. Obviously, we had a couple um, games for this morning. But... It was a Louisville multi-team event, and unfortunately, those got canceled. So let's just get started with uh, the rest of today's best games. Number five, Michigan State versus Detroit Mercy. Who do you have here? Yeah, I think this should be a pretty convincing win. Uh, I got Michigan State winning this one. They looked very good against Duke and uh, Detroit. They're not the greatest of teams. They do have Antoine Davis, so you might have to stop him. But besides that, uh, Michigan State should win this one. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have Michigan State in this one. Next game up, uh, number 15, Virginia versus Kent State. Kent State looks all right, but Virginia, obviously they lost to San Francisco, but they did bounce back a couple days ago. Who do you got win this game? Yeah, um, I have Virginia winning convincingly over Kent State. Yeah, this, that's a pretty obvious decision there as well. Uh, Virginia, they got the scoring back last game, and I definitely see that translating once again this game. And Kent State, they did they kept it pretty close to uh, for who they played against. Very hard non conference schedule for them, but uh, I do have Virginia winning this one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, next, number nine, Creighton versus Kennesaw State. Who do you have here? Yeah, I mean, Kennesaw State's the team we're looking out for. That team should be better than expected this year. But I do have your national champs, Creighton, winning this one pretty convincingly, if you ask me as well. Uh, yeah, um, Kennesaw State, obviously a dark horse in the A-Sun, a but Creighton's going to overpower them. Yeah, the next game The next game should be a pretty good game, one of the best games of the day, in my opinion. Uh, number four, Wisconsin, obviously my national champs, uh, versus a very, very young and they look to be pretty good Marquette team. So uh, this could be a pretty good game, but who you got winning this one? Yeah, um, I have Wisconsin easily winning this one. I know you have other thoughts, but I feel like it will be a very convincing win for Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, I do have Wisconsin winning this one as well, obviously, but I think it can be a little bit closer than expected. Uh, Marquette's looked pretty solid their past their first couple of games, and obviously I wasn't expecting too much from them, but uh, I think this game could be a little bit closer than expected. Uh, I definitely think it will be a double-digit victory for Wisconsin, but probably about 10 or, 10 or 11 or so. Not that too high, but not too low in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, next game, number six, Duke, and number uh, unranked Billermine. I'm sorry, and Billermine. This is their first Division One game in the school's history, and it's against Duke. So, so who do you have here? Yeah, unfortunately for Bellarmine, I am going to have to pick Duke here. Uh, Bellarmine, obviously the first year in the D1 programs. They still have, obviously, uh, D2 and D3 games that they do play. But uh, I'm taking Duke, uh, maybe about 40, but we'll definitely see what happens. Yeah, um, same here. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is the case. But uh, moving on, uh, number 17, Texas Tech versus Troy. You have a very bold take, so I'll just let you get right to it. Yeah, um, I'm taking Troy here. I'm, I'm going with the upset here. Um, yeah, if you have any questions, you can, you can contact me. But uh, I'm taking the upset right here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say what I did last time with Kentucky and Richmond. Uh, I do think Texas Tech will win this one, but uh, definitely not out of the possibility. Troy wins this one. I'm not going to jinx myself here, so that's all I'm going to say about this game right now. Mm-hmm. And number 21, Oregon, they look to bounce back against Seton Hall. Who do you have here? Yeah, I mean, this game could be a pretty good one. Obviously, Seton Hall didn't look the greatest against Rhode Island the other day, and obviously it's the same with Oregon. But uh, I'm still going to pick Oregon winning this game. Uh, with the presence of now LJ Figueroa, I think Oregon is the better team. But uh, don't get don't get me wrong, this is a very toss up game. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Oregon winning this one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Oregon here as well. Obviously LJ Figueroa, he's that's a huge addition to this team. Yeah, and the last game of today, South Alabama versus Auburn. Uh, this is one of the late last games we did add into this today's slate. Uh, who do you got winning this game? Yeah, I have South Alabama winning this one. Uh, you guys might think this is an upset, but it's really not. Auburn's kind of tanking, I would say. In a sense, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I'm definitely going to go South Alabama as well. 
they made a lot of acquisitions this offseason, and they looked pretty good their first couple games. And, yeah, they're a pretty solid mid-major team. Uh, obviously, they're probably top 20, if you ask me. But uh, that's still pretty good for college basketball. So uh, I'm going to go South Alabama pulling off this upset. And, uh, yeah, that's all we have for today's slate. But we're moving mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow's slate, first game at noon, NC State versus UConn. Who do you have here? Yeah, this game is a very exciting one. I'm definitely excited to watch this one. Uh, I'm definitely going to go with NC State winning this one. Uh, this can be a very toss-up game. I know I did pick USC to beat UConn. Uh, it was a pretty close game, a very good game. But uh, UConn did win that one. But uh, NC State's looked very good their first couple games. So I'm going to go with NC State winning this one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with UConn winning this one. Um, they looked real good against BYU, even though it was a close game. And if UConn wins this, they deserve a number next to their name as well. I definitely agree with that. And uh, moving on, we got a very, very, very good matchup, in my opinion. Eastern Washington versus Arizona. That's going to be a pretty close game, but who do you got winning this one? Yeah, I'm going to go with Arizona on this one. Uh, but obviously, it's a very tough matchup. Eastern Washington's a, a great team. Yeah, I'm picking the upset here. I'm going with Eastern Washington. Uh, we know that they're one of the best teams, and they, they are the best team in the big sky, and uh, they've looked very good their first couple games. And uh, they got a lot of pieces coming back, and they look pretty dominant. So I'm going to pick this upset. It's not out of the realm of possibility, but I had to pick one, and this is probably going to be uh, my one and only one for today. Mm-hmm. Um, SMU Dayton, very good mid-major uh, game. Who do you have here? Yeah, this is a very good mid-major game. Obviously, an American team versus an A-10 team. I'm going to go with Dayton winning this one. Uh, obviously, Jalen Crutcher's a very good player, probably the best in this game. But there's a lot of very good guys on SMU as well. This is going to be a very close game, but I'm actually going to pick Dayton winning this one. I'm going to pick SMU in this one. Um, they're just a lot more deeper team, and I definitely think SMU will, will take this game. Yeah, moving on, uh, number seven, Kansas versus North Dakota State. Obviously, North Dakota State is known for being that 16 seed in the March Mass tournament every year. But uh, who do you got one of this one? Yeah, um, I got Kansas winning this one very easily. Yeah, unfortunately, I do have to agree with that. North Dakota State, they have looked all right this start of their season. Uh, Kansas, obviously, a very good one over Kentucky. Definitely brings momentum. So I'm going to go with Kansas winning this one. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Pac-12 play, Washington State versus Colorado. Who do you have in this Pac-12 matchup? Yeah, this should be pretty convincing. Uh, I think Colorado will definitely win this one. Obviously, Pac-12 play brings a different edge of upsets, but uh, I'm definitely going to go with Colorado still winning this one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Colorado as well, but I think it's a toss-up. Washington State's look surprisingly good uh, to, for the start of the season. Yeah, I definitely agree with that statement as well. And uh, moving on, number 10, Houston versus South Carolina. A very good matchup, American versus SEC team. Uh, who do you got win this one? Yeah, um, both teams don't have any bigs, but Houston clearly has the, the better, tougher guard, so I'm taking Houston here. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And uh, this game should be a pretty good one to watch, but I definitely think Houston will win this one easily. Mm-hmm. Um, Lipscomb versus Arkansas, who do you have here? Yeah, I know we got our guy Sanasajla here, but unfortunately I'm going to have to pick Arkansas winning this one. They look very good their past couple of games. A lot of the newcomers, especially Moses Moody, has looked very good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, Hassan, he's still going to dominate this game. You know that what he, that's, what he, that's what he does. But, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to pick Arkansas one of this one. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to pick Arkansas as well. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, moving on, uh, number 23, Ohio State versus Alabama A&M. Uh, should be a pretty easy game, but who do you got winning this one? Yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, there's not much else we can say about that one, but uh, I definitely agree with you right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, number five, Illinois, they'll look to bounce back against UT Martin. Who do you have? Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to pick UT Martin, but unfortunately I am going to have to pick Illinois. Uh, UT Martin's a team everyone wants to root for this year, obviously especially what happened. And uh, I think they won their first game, right? Mm-hmm. Against yeah. Evansville. Yeah, they did. So uh, definitely expect a lot of good things from them this year. Unfortunately, I am rooting for them, but I am going to have to pick Illinois win this one. Yeah, um, 100% agree with you. Uh, I'll really be rooting for them, but Illinois is just a lot more powerful. Yeah, and uh, moving on, a very good matchup here. We got Utah State versus BYU. Uh, who do you got win this one? Yeah, I'm like, I have BYU win this one. Utah State, they look kind of awful, I would say, even though they've, they've returned most of their starters except Sam Morrell. And, yeah, BYU's look pretty good. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. BYU's impact players and newcomers have definitely been an impact. Uh, Brandon Averte, he's looked very good his first couple games. And uh, I think the big man, uh, obviously the Utah State has Nemes Quinta, uh, who is my Mountain West player of the year. But uh, BYU's got a lot of very good big men as well. And I think BYU is going to win this one. Uh, they won yesterday or two days ago when I picked them, so I'm just going to keep rolling with them. Mm-hmm. And the best game of, of tomorrow, number one Gonzaga versus number two Baylor. Uh, what a matchup this is. Who do you have in this huge matchup? Yeah, this is the best game of the weekend by far. Well, maybe not by far, but pretty convincingly. Uh, I do have Gonzaga win this one. Obviously, this is going to be a very, very, very close game. But uh, in, in terms of big man presence, and Zaga definitely has more uh, a bigger presence in the big man position. And uh, don't get me wrong, I think Baylor's guards and Gonzaga's guards are pretty pretty good. I think Baylor's guards are better. But in terms of big man, Gonzaga wins that one. So I'm going to go with Gonzaga winning this one. Still a very close game in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Gonzaga here as well. And if they can win this game, uh, they might be they might be running the table for the yeah. regular season. Yeah, it definitely looks like that. But we'll definitely see what happens with that game happening tomorrow. I think it's at 1 o'clock. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, so definitely stay tuned for that. Very good Saturday afternoon game. And uh, moving on, obviously the Sunday games, the last of our weekend slate. Uh, the Big East versus Big 12 battles begin. That's a very good classic there, a very good challenge there. And uh, we're just going to start with the first one of the day, number 17, Texas versus number 12, Villanova. This is the game I was talking about earlier. Who do you got winning this game? Yeah, I got Texas winning this one. Um, I'm believing in the hype now. Yeah, you, I mean, you got to believe in the hype. I mean, let's go. Let's go. I got Texas winning this one as well. If they can win this one, I could definitely see them being in that top 12, maybe even top 10, because beating back-to-back very good ranked teams who are ahead of Texas, uh, they should definitely get some credit for that. But we'll definitely see what happens on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh... – Texas Tech versus Gambling State. Who do you have here? Yeah, I got Texas Tech winning this one as well. Gambling State, they look all right this year, but uh, Texas Tech obviously is the better team. So I'm going to go Texas Tech winning this one. Yeah, I will also be taking Texas Tech in this game. Uh, after they bounce, this is their bounce back after getting upset from, from Troy, you know? Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. And uh, moving on, we got a very good matchup here. Missouri versus Wichita State. Uh, who do you got winning this game? Yeah, I got Missouri. They look they look real good against Oregon out there. Um, even without LJ Figueroa for Oregon, they just looked real good out there. And I'm, I'm taking Missouri. 
Yeah, I'm taking Missouri as well. Obviously, Xavier Pinson's looked very good, and Drew Smith has looked very good as well uh, for this Missouri team. So, uh, yeah, I mean, why not uh, lose that momentum there? I'm going to go with Missouri as well. Mm-hmm. I know. One of the most underrated rivalries in college basketball history, Xavier versus Cincinnati, uh, in-town battle. Who do you have here? Yeah, the in-town battle should be a very good one to watch on Sunday. I am going to go with Cincinnati, though. Uh, they look like the better team so far this year. Very convincing win the other day. And Xavier, they looked all right. I mean, they have had some scares, obviously, uh, as seen earlier in the year. But uh, I'm going to go with Cincinnati winning this one. They look like the better team, in my opinion. And uh, I'm just going to grow up that. Mm-hmm. In this rivalry, it's always a toss-up. But I'm going to go with Cincy this year. Um, obviously, they look better on paper. And Xavier, like you said, um, they've, they've, they've survived a lot of tough matchups to Toledo and Bradley, for example. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Cincy here. Yeah, definitely agree with that. And uh, moving on, a very good matchup here. We got uh, UCF coming out from the American and obviously Michigan, a very good team in the Big Ten. This could be a very good game, but who do you got winning this one? I'm picking the upset. I'm going UCF. Yeah, I am I am as well. I picked them last time. Why not not pick them again? Definitely picking UCF for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, pack Big 12 play should begin as well. Um, even though it's the Big East versus Big 12 challenge that's beginning today, um, there's also a Big 12 game, and that Big 12 game is Oklahoma versus TCU. Who do you have in this uh, very early Big 12 game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know why they're playing today. Obviously, it doesn't really make too much sense, but uh, I'm going to go with Oklahoma win this one. Obviously, TCU loses Desmond Bain, their top guy. Oklahoma does lose some pieces as well. So I, in terms of talent, this should not be a very good game on paper, in my opinion. But I am going to go with Oklahoma win this one. Yeah, um, sorry for yawning, but I'm going to go with Oklahoma. Uh, very convincing winning over TCU, in my opinion. And speaking of Big 12, uh, here it is again. The Big 12 versus Big East is back. Uh, number 11, West Virginia, uh, facing Georgetown. Uh, should be a pretty lopsided game. Who do you got win this one? Yeah, um, who's going to cover the big on, on West Virginia for Georgetown? Um, Georgetown couldn't even cover Navy, I believe it was. Uh, they they looked awful, and yeah, um, thirty piece right here for West Virginia. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Obviously, if Georgetown can't really do that much against Navy, and I think they lost to them at the end of the day, mm-hmm. uh, they definitely can't handle a top twenty five team in college basketball in West Virginia. So unfortunately, this will be a blog. I got West Virginia winning this one easy. Mm-hmm. And a big West Coast matchup coming up: Pepperdine versus San Diego State. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, this is a very, very, very underrated game, in my opinion. Uh, both these teams did very well against UCLA, who was ranked at the time. Obviously, San Diego beat them. Pepperdine took them into OT. I am going to go with Pepperdine winning this one. Uh, definitely, it's going to be Colby Ross versus Matt Mitchell, in my opinion. Two very good guys going at it. And uh, I do think San Diego State's big man presence is a lot better than Pepperdine's. But Pepperdine's got a stud in Colby Ross. So I am going to go with Pepperdine pulling off the substance. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a huge resume game on paper as well. And I'm going with San Diego State here. Put a number next to their name. Yeah, they might have to soon. And uh, next game, speaking of numbers, this team might lose their number. Number 20, Kentucky versus Georgia Tech. Uh, who do you got in this game? Yeah, um, I'm going with Georgia Tech here. Uh, yeah, um, just a lot. Obviously, Kentucky, they've looked very young. Obviously, they are very young, Georgia Tech. Um, they've struggled. They've lost to Mercer and Georgia State, but I've still not given up hope for Michael DeVoe, a.k.a. Mr. ACC Player of the Year. 
Um, he's going to prove why he will be ACC Player of the Year against Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely see what happens. Uh, I am going to pick Kentucky one in this one. Uh, obviously, they cannot go 0-3 to start their season. I mean, they did have a win, obviously, but they're, they will be on a three-game losing streak if they do lose to Georgia Tech. I don't, we don't think that will happen under uh, Coach Calipari, so I am going to go with Kentucky one in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, Michigan State versus Western Michigan, and then another in-state matchup. Who do you have here? Yeah, it should be a pretty one-sided game as well. Obviously, Western Michigan lost their top guy, Michael Flowers. So I am going to go with Michigan State winning this one. Uh, let's put a number on it. Uh, let's put 35 on it for Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Michigan State by, by 20. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens with that game. And moving on, this is a very underrated game in my opinion. Uh, we got Big East DePaul versus Iowa State. Uh, what do you got winning this game? Yeah, um, I got Iowa State here. Uh, I know DePaul, they might be pretty good in non-conference play. They're always good in non-conference play. But uh, I don't know. I have a strong feeling Iowa State, who is been who has been struggling as well. I think you're gonna take this game. This is a complete toss-up, though. Both both struggling high major programs. Yeah, I definitely agree with that statement as well. Uh, I am gonna go with the Paul. I mean, the Paul. I think on paper, uh, I think they are the better team personally, in my opinion, and they looked pretty good so far. Iowa State has looked uh, pretty all right. I mean, they have had a couple of very close scares to some very uh, poor teams in consideration to who they play for the season. So uh, I am going to go with DePaul one in this one. It should be a very close game, though, but I am going to pick DePaul. Mm-hmm. And next game, huge game in the MAC. Um, Javon Graves, Buffalo versus Justin Turner's Bowling Green team. Uh, they will be facing off. Uh, who do you have here? Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited to watch this game. Obviously, two guys we have been in contact with, obviously, Javon and Justin. Uh, I am going to go with Bowling Green winning this one. Uh, they have looked pretty good their past couple games, obviously defeating Appalachian State and a couple other very good wins as well. Buffaloes look very good as well. I'm very excited to watch these two teams play and our two guys play. And I'm definitely excited to see what happens for the season for both these teams. I am going to pick Bowling Green, though, winning this one. It is a tilt, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, we know Javon was not too happy when we picked picked Justin for player of the year. He was, he was very he – was, he was very – questioning he was questioning that a lot uh, but yeah um, just a huge battle here uh, I'm taking Bowling Green as well but obviously it's going to be a great game uh, for, for the full 40 minutes yeah I definitely agree with that and uh, moving on second to last game of the Sunday slate uh, Seton Hall versus Penn State who do you have won this game yeah um, I have Seton Hall winning this game <clears throat> I know their record uh, is not that good but they, they've looked pretty good they just got a uh, close out game and Mamu, he's looked amazing. Yeah, Mamu has looked amazing. And uh, I definitely think the Oregon game definitely depends on their momentum. If they can win that game and pull off the upset, momentum will definitely be on Seton Hall's side. If not, it might not be, but I'm still going to pick Seton Hall. I know Penn State did just have a very good buzzer beater win against VCU, uh, but I am still going to pick Seton Hall winning this one. Mm-hmm. And the last game, uh, a late night Pac-12 game, Cal versus UCLA. Who do you have here? Yeah, I mean, this game could be a little bit closer than I expected. I am going to pick UCLA, though. Cal looks pretty solid against Arizona State last night. It was a very close game for the most part. But uh, I am going to pick UCLA, but I would not be surprised if Cal can maybe pull off an upset here. Yeah, I'm going to go pick UCLA as well. But Cal, uh, they shown against Arizona State yesterday that they are very tough out in the Pac-12. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we have for today's episode. A lot of very good games this weekend. Obviously, 
The one I would definitely recommend watching, obviously, the number one Gonzaga versus number two Baylor matchup. And obviously, I've watched some of the Big East Big 12 games as well. Obviously, Texas Villanova was a very good game, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, a lot of very good games. A lot of conference play is starting this weekend. So uh, the beauty of college basketball will be coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, number one versus number two. Uh, you can't get any better than that. And great games on Sunday as well. Yeah, definitely agree. And uh, yeah, obviously, episode 80, as seen on the blackboard back there, uh, four fifths of the way officially to 100. Uh, a lot of very good stuff coming these next 20 episodes. And number 100, you know it's going to be a very special one. So we definitely got to think about what we might do because, honestly, I have no idea what we're going to do for that episode. But we got to do something special to make that one a memorable one. Of course. And, yeah, um, we wouldn't be here without without all our supporters, our listeners, uh, just everyone that, that's that's been with us throughout this journey. Yeah, definitely. We thank you guys as always. And uh, that does conclude today's episode. So uh, obviously, thank you guys for the support. Hope you guys are staying safe. And as always, it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for watching.